This episode is the virus. Well, as most of you know, times are very strange right now. There have been some strange things introduced into society in the last decade, but right now is an especially strange time with this outbreak of the COVID-19 virus. I'm sure everyone is sick of hearing about it because I know I am, but it's best to keep listening and understanding what's going on around you. Just be mindful of your sources. Whether you think this is a gigantic conspiracy or hoax or whatever, people are definitely dying and there are definitely serious happenings going on around you. So far in the construction world this past week, I've seen a dip in attendance and a growing concern from some people, but a lot of people still seem unfazed and business as usual. It's not too terribly surprising in this industry since we're all supposed to be hard-working, rugged people doing a rugged job through all conditions and all circumstances, but we haven't experienced anything like this for what, like a century? This isn't a common situation because it isn't a common virus strain, but perhaps it eventually will be since it's a type of coronavirus. Google search coronavirus. If so, uh, hopefully we will have some sort of vaccine or at least better ways of addressing what's going on after we've had more time to dissect its properties. I am glad that people have mostly stopped comparing this to the flu like it's not a big deal, but I also wish those dingleberries were right because the mortality rates and confirmed cases in other countries are really hard to believe. We are certainly dealing with lots of paranoia and panic, and as more light gets shed on this, I think we actually had warning signs that we didn't take seriously enough and delaying action is what caused a good bit of that panic. If it didn't cause that panic, it surely didn't help. It's been very interesting to see people's perspectives change in the past few weeks and some of them in a matter of days or even hours doing a complete 180 on their position and complete outlook of the situation. Given where we are at this moment on March 23rd of 2020, And seeing what other countries have been going through so far, taking any of this lightly now is grossly negligent. If you don't have vulnerable people in your life and you aren't experiencing any sort of changes because of this, you might not think of it as big of a deal as someone else that's, say, immunocompromised. For instance, I work with someone that has a baby who has been dealing with respiratory issues since late last year. And the thought of that baby contracting this virus due to someone else's negligence or lack of concern is downright disturbing. I certainly don't want to be that person for anyone. So I've been doing my best when outside of my home to basically pretend like I have the virus. If I scratch my nose or wipe my nose or sneeze or blow my nose or whatever the case, I'm sanitizing afterwards and I'm keeping my distance from anyone as much as possible. I'm watching what I touch and how I touch it. That helps me stay safer from getting it, and like I said, it helps keep other people safe just in case I actually do have it and don't even know. It would be surprising if you haven't heard it by now, but you can apparently carry this shit around for several days without knowing it or showing any symptoms. And during that time, you are able to spread it to someone else. I don't really want to get into politics and that kind of stuff, but... 
In the past couple of days, I've seen reports of Asian people getting assaulted or talked down to inside of this country because of what happened outside of this country, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't know if that aligns with Trump apparently calling the virus a Chinese virus, all while patting himself on the back for doing a good job. But regardless, Trump shows over and over again that he does not understand the effects that his words have on people. He does not understand how misguided some of his followers are and how literal they take things. I've seen many people do it, but I just can't see how anyone could feel good defending this being called a Chinese virus, being that the virus actually has a name. People immediately defend it by referencing Chinese food or whatever, which is somewhat a valid comparison, though it doesn't counter the fact that saying Chinese food isn't considered derogatory. No one that's calling this Chinese virus is saying it in the same manner as they would about Chinese food or Mexican food or Indian food or whatever. You were defending something that had no need to even be said in the first place. I know this isn't the most appropriate time to scold people about morals and bigotry, but I couldn't let it go unsaid that it falls in the same category of just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. Let's just dip our little toes into the conspiracy pool for a second and say Someone in China did manufacture this in order to release it to cause panic and death. Whether intended for their own country or other countries, whatever person or laboratory that that may be, that's still not the entire country of China making the virus. So it doesn't make sense to call it a fucking Chinese virus. But, you know, whatever. What if the person or persons weren't even Chinese? They just happened to be releasing it in China. Did you think about that? I've never been to China, nor do I know anything about China or how they operate or how many people eat random shit and animals or whatever, but I, I, it's, I don't have a basis to be that bigoted. If the virus started in Ohio at a zoo because of a negligent worker and other countries eventually got infected and they called it an American virus, maybe you wouldn't be mad about it, but maybe you wouldn't see it as trivial either. You'd probably be okay with it being called an Ohio virus. Well, as long as you didn't actually live in Ohio, right? So initially, the Wuhan wet market was suspected to be where the virus came from. And it was supposedly a virus that lived in bats. There were articles and such about the wet market and how people got this virus from eating bats or whatever. But there's also been reports of speculation that the virus may have jumped from bats to pangolins or pigs or civets, and that's how it got passed on to humans somehow. Probably eating or something. I heard on a podcast today with Dak Shepard and uh, Sanjay Gupta, who's a medical reporter and neurosurgeon, that the man that had the first confirmed case of the virus was actually not connected to the wet market, which was the first time that I've heard that. Sanjay didn't elaborate which specific case this was, though, as I've seen so many different articles stating that the first case was December 1st, or December 8th, or December 31st, and all the way back to November 17th of last year. That takes me to the other mild conspiracy thing that I've been seeing and hearing recently. Many people are saying that they had severe respiratory infections and illnesses late last year, thinking now that it might have actually been this virus but we didn't know what it was at the time. I'm actually not dismissing that theory because it's certainly more plausible than most of the other crazy shit I've heard. I personally had a more intense respiratory infection last year than I've ever had before, and I actually had it two different times, or at least that's what it seemed like. I'm pretty sure the first time lasted a good four to six weeks, and then another few weeks later, it happened again. 
and it lasted for a few more weeks. Kind of weird to think that that's what it might have been, but we'll likely never know. This thought was brought up on Dak Shepard's podcast today as well. Sanjay said he didn't doubt the likelihood of it being here before the first reports were out. If that's actually true, then where did the virus truly originate from? Is it a U.S. government plot that was set out to put China in the position that they're in now? Or is that outside of the uh, realm of possibilities? I sure as shit hope we find out one day. But for now, this is where we are, and it's a lot for people to deal with. Schools are shut down, bars and clubs are closed, restaurants and food providers are takeout or delivery only, people have lost jobs, businesses have shut down, retirement plans have been hit super hard because the stock market is in shambles. It is a truly unfamiliar and wild time right now. The scary part is that this could possibly be just the beginning and things could get much worse with people getting sick and even dying. Not to mention how long it will take for the economy to recover or even how well it will recover. Seeing videos and photos of people still out in large groups seemingly because they think it's unfair to be locked up or that this situation is overhyped or whatever just blows my mind. But unfortunately, I know they'll be coming around soon whenever this thing is knocking at their back door and they're forced to look at the situation directly in the eyes. If you are a tradesperson listening out there, you might have thought about this stuff already, but being that plumbing, electrical, HVAC, internet, and communications are things we can't quite live without now, you could somewhat have security with work as long as the conditions are fair. Like for me, if new construction shuts down and servicing is needed elsewhere, I could still have an opportunity for work, though I can't stand residential and service. <laughs> but... In these crazy times, it could also be seen as a responsibility, to be honest. Your plumbing helps keep things sanitary with proper waste disposal and a clean water supply. If either of those things get compromised or cross-contaminated, you and your loved ones chance getting very sick. There's also a chance of old hospital facilities and tent hospitals and such coming into play in the later months and them needing proper plumbing and medical gases, electrical or whatever. I've seen a plethora of artists, bartenders, club owners, small business owners, and entrepreneurs in terrible positions, which is so hard to digest. I'm sure all of you are aware, but Amazon and other forms of delivery services are hiring everywhere because of the obvious high demand for food and groceries. You could start in a trade as well, since most of them are currently still going. As of today, the company I work for is still going and is set to keep going until the general contractors and construction managers say otherwise. I have to honestly say that besides people being able to have a wage right now, I think these sites aren't critical. Vacant schools just aren't critical when considering the current state of affairs. If it were residences and government buildings that are still in working order, sure. Regardless, it seems as though most people on site are abiding the six feet apart recommendation, at least. It's been crazy to see the progression of all of this from day to day. It's just really, really crazy. I just hope we can all pull together and try to reduce the amount of crazy and panic and death at all costs. To me, the economy being severely crippled for a long time seems logical if you're able to minimize the amount of deaths throughout the country. At this point, the economy likely won't get better any faster with or without a very large amount of people dying, so why not try to keep more from dying? Can we just please accept having the least amount of exposure for however long so we have the least amount of infections and potential deaths? Not to mention trying to reduce the chances of intensely overwhelming hospitals and overexposing doctors and nurses that would likely get infected and possibly die as a result. 
My sister is a nurse and she isn't guaranteed to have any sort of extra protection when seeing patients, which is likely because of stock depletion, because of all the idiots around the country hoarding more than they need. And why? Probably because of fear, lack of concern for others, and I hate to say it, but mild stupidity. Before you get upset, let me break that down. It's real simple. If you bought more than you needed for two to four weeks before the two-week quarantine was actually put into place or mentioned, then you directly took away from the people that are now desperately in need of those things tomorrow or even today. You might think they are the ones who are stupid because they should have been more prepared ahead of time, just like you. But not everyone lives on Facebook or is glued to the news or has a friend of a friend of the National Guard or gets information sooner than others or whatever the case. Some of those people in need are focused on getting another job or worrying about their financial situation or children or whatever the case instead of thinking, damn, I better make sure I have toilet paper for two weeks without even knowing that a bunch of idiots went out and bought four months worth of toilet paper for some ridiculous reason that still is not clear to me. The same goes for masks and hand sanitizer and other things now in high demand, all because a bunch of scumbags went online and bought as much as they possibly could in hopes of making a profit. It would be a whole other thing if it was bought in order to give out to those in need at little to no cost, but that wasn't the case. It was bought out for profit and selfishness. Just know, if and when we get back to normal, those people will never be looked at the same again. Going back to the negligence thing and what I mentioned about my sister being a nurse, I'm sure you also know someone that works in a hospital or a doctor's office. Can you imagine how bad you would feel if they got sick and needed to be in an intensive care unit, but there weren't any more beds available in the entire state because you and a bunch of other people thought this whole thing was silly and you were actually okay with non-essential people doing non-essential things because you thought this virus seemed so non-essential. I'm also reading and seeing churches and other mass gatherings still taking place and defeating the entire purpose of everyone staying home. Stop being ridiculous. I'm pretty sure the Bible doesn't say that you must worship in a church or even with a congregation. Oh, looky here. Acts 17.24 The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man. Another you say? Matthew 18.20 For where two or three gathered in my name, there I am among them. See? You don't have to be in church with a bunch of people. Another thing to add here is more recent activities of the coronavirus stimulus bills that keep getting rejected by them Dems. Them damn Dems. I've seen several people post on Facebook how they'll never like what the Democrats do. <laughs> what you have basically said here is that you are bigoted towards anyone that relates to a different group of ideals for their country. You will willingly ignore anything that the Democratic Party ever comes up with to better our country and people, regardless if it's the best and most viable option. You are telling everyone how close-minded you are. You are telling everyone that you didn't actually read the reasons why the bill wasn't in the people's best interest and how them Dems amended it while trying to better suit the needs of the struggling people at home instead of large corporations. I'm going to stop right there because this can change at any time and I don't want to get political again. This will be super weird to listen back to in later years while reflecting on how everything unfolded and how people generally and genuinely reacted. It's also weird that with how quickly things are changing day to day, this might sound super dated in like a week. Regardless of how long it all lasts and what we all have to endure, please, please, please 
try to be more respectful to one another and understand the fact that not all of us can see the big picture at the same time. Just know that when reality is shown to you over and over again, and you just refuse to see it or believe it, you could be affecting lots of other people besides yourself. Do everyone a favor and stay informed about the goings-on in other countries in regards to this virus. Wash your hands, cough into your arm or something disposable, drink lots of water, smoke less, sanitize your phone every now and then, and just be mindful of everything you touch. Oh, speaking of mindful, please go listen to Sam Harris's recent podcast, number 193. It's called Meditation in an Emergency. It's everything I wish I could have said and everything I wanted to hear at that time. Be mindful, be happy, and be well. Rusty's Escape Pod. Rusty's Escape Pod.